Alright, so this uh, episode is um, for the haters. It's for the haters. Um, the people that hate themselves. The people that hate their culture. The people that... I think we're all guilty of it, you know. To some extent. Uh, let me um, take a couple of steps back. Uh, to say that, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just pointing out, um, everybody as like some kind of hate segment. Um, it is about haters. So yeah, I mean, it is, but I don't want it to be all about, uh, just that. I want it to be about like, you know, what's, 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 what's that look like turned inside out? You know, what's the benefit of not being that way? Um, because I think in this world that we live in, We're trained. We're trained. We're trained from a very early age. We're trained in the school system. We're trained in the workplace. And if we're fortunate enough to go to college, we're trained like a dog. We're trained. We're given books. We're told how to act. We're told how to talk. Um, and a lot of this, um, over the years has been perfected, uh, to be a control, uh, mechanism or a control, um, system. And, um, I'm, I'm, I want to keep it, um, to, you know, the odiosos out there, you know, hate, odioso, hater. You know, um, as Mexican-Americans specifically, this is more um, getting specific because, I mean, as humans, we're already taught uh, and trained. But I think more in the aspect of being a Chicano, a Mexicano, and I say those words so you just don't get it twisted. I don't want you to get confused. I've said before, Latino, Hispanic, I say words like that. You don't know where I'm coming from. I say Chicano, I say Mexicano. You should know exactly that, you know what? Hey, this might not be for you. This might be um, talking about a culture that you don't care about. But at the same time, I think that even as some um, people that consider themselves Latinos or Hispanics or whatever. I, I just, I think that to some, you know, that, that, but there's in lot that that's where the problem lies. Is I think that those terms and words were constructed, you know, constructed, made, uh, to systematically, um, have an agenda, which, um, assimilates you to the white or I'm sorry, European uh, culture, like Rome. We don't, we don't, I don't, I don't assimilate with being European. I mean, if you're happy, you got a fucking DNA sample test, whatever, and you're Portuguese and Spanish and Italian or whatever, and your that floats your boat, cool. I, I don't look European. I don't want to think or uh ride that boat like you know I'm 
happy because I look white or I am white or whatever, you know, I mean, I know what I look like and I know what a Mexicano looks like and I know what a Chicano looks like and that's what I look like. And that's what um, I assimilate with. I feel comfortable uh, knowing uh, what I am and what I ain't. Um, and I think it's silly for Mexicanos or Chicanos to call themselves um, white. You know, you're not from Europe, okay? And I'm not hating. I'm saying that if you went over there looking the way that we look, like Indios, Indians, Native Americans, because that's what we are, there was a whole Western Hemisphere. If you look at the globe, if you had a globe in your hand, half of that globe, half of it, basically comprises North America and South America. Huge, resourceful countries. Countries were the only race or whatever you want to call us, people, nations, ethnicities, whatever. We're the only people, the only race, the only um, indigenous Native Americans had two whole continents, huge, bigger than any other continent out there that could say that they had their own. Africa shared certain parts of, uh, you know, what, Asia and Europe and India and all that other stuff. Everybody was always, you know, mixing and, you know, uh, fighting and saying this is ours, this is not yours, this is, you know, all that, right? But up until recently, 500 years ago, and if we would have had um, known the type of things that were happening on the Eastern uh, Hemisphere, then we would have been a little bit more prepared, uh, you know, as a, you know, as a unified um people together but what i'm saying is is we have a beautiful culture we have a beautiful past we have a beautiful history that's getting stomped on it's getting tore up um you know that's where the beauty lies if you if you look at all the things that we were able to do within the time periods um they're saying now that we're more advanced in so many more areas than many of the european countries that you look up to now and I say that because I am a victim just like you. I grew up wanting the things that my white friends had. Um, I grew up wondering why they had this and I didn't. And now, you know, I know that it's because they took all of that from us. They took all everything that we had. We're supposed to be the heirs to all of that. Resources and land that make all of these accommodies or accommodations um, a better way of life. You know, the Native Americans had it made before uh, the Europeans came over and started using capitalism as a way to um, put in that pry bar to say that, you know, we have to change everything. We had it made. We had everything. Food. Water. Cleanliness. Resources. Medicine. Everywhere. And 
We had been practicing medicines for long, 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 long before they came, performing medical brain surgeries that they're finding now. They can see holes that were drilled into the skull, and they don't know how, what kind of machines were able to do that, what kind of technology. They try to say that it was like some aliens came down and made the pyramids. No, we did it. The Aztecs, the Incas, the Mayas, the ruins, the the temples, the 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 the, the pyramids, the 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 heads, the stones, the tools, the everything that was engineered in even astronomy, mathematics, the first most accurate calendar. I mean, there's so many marvelous, 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 marvelous. Uh, things that you can find out. Bioengineering. Corn was not the way that it is today. Our ancestors made it that way through bioengineering. They were making foods. They were engineering corn. Corn was smaller than like um, smaller than than um, the little the little the little the the, the little corn uh, cobs. They were actually smaller than your, um, than your, um, what can I give like as a, as an example, smaller than the, your pinky nail. Like that's even too big. I think that's like five or seven or 10 times too big. It was, they, they were so small, but they engineered and made it bigger and they were able to, um, you know, develop chocolate, rubber. I mean, you name it, the potato. Um, so many foods that, uh, you know, are, uh, imported, exported and, uh, you know, have been staple foods, uh, you know, for the country. But what I'm getting at is that we hate our culture and it's because nobody's taught you that we have a beautiful culture. We hate each other. We hate ourselves. We hate the word Mexican. There's a sentiment to it. And that's what I'm getting at is that we hate that and that that that's that's where you have to read that's where you have to study that's where you have to learn that's where you have to uh want to know what and 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 maybe you do maybe you don't look um like un uh, nativo maybe you don't look like an in, like an indigenous person i don't know i don't care but that is what to me inspires me to know more about my history is because i look in the mirror and i ask my i ask that question who 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 am i and I remember being in high school and junior high and, you know, having the friends that, you know, I, 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 I admired the things that they had. And I wanted the things sometimes wondered, you know, like they'd get dropped off in nice cars. They'd live in these big houses and stuff like that. And I didn't have anything like that growing up. The shoes, the the, the pants, the clothes, the this, the that, the toys, the games, the Everything that they had, I just was in awe, you know, and they're my friends. I just, I get to hang out with them. I got to spend time with all these uh, things that they had as well. But, you know, I just, I didn't want to know about me. I didn't care. And I actually, as a matter of fact, I was ashamed of it because I was learning a different culture and I was never taught that my culture was nice and beautiful and smart and educated. They don't teach you these things in school. 
And that's where the hate comes from. Because I did. I didn't want to be Mexican. I didn't want to speak Spanish. My parents had never taught me Spanish. I had to learn later on in life through work and opportunities that if I knew Spanish, that I would make more money, that I would um, get more uh, sales to those kind of people because they needed those types of services or whatever. And I could make those sales if I just learned uh, how to say a few sentences or a few questions or a few answers. I picked up on that. And those were things that were not taught to me, but I found them out later on in life through always being like, you know, the person that I had to be, you know, struggling and selling and, you know, you name it, you know, not 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 running game in a bad way, but having a hustle in a good way. My grandma taught me that word. But what I'm getting at is it these kids today, they're the same. They don't want to be uh, Mexican. They don't have no value. And that's what uh, people they, they 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 have their values, their value systems. I heard a lady talk and she said something uh, that really touched me. And she was talking about her son, her sons, two sons. She was talking about how they're not proud of their culture, their heritage. They don't want to know nothing about it. You know, they're she was so upset that they supported Trump. She didn't raise them that way. She raised them to be democratic and, you know, they don't care. And, you know, they're just so cold. And the things that she was saying about him, it just, man, it, it was, it, it hurt her because she didn't raise him that way. That's what she was basically saying. And I think that the country does do that. It, 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 it instills division. Um, if you look at every aspect, even from the home aspect, um, you know, we work, 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 work. You know, I mean, the divorce rate is high. Um, you know, if you're on welfare or anything like that, you know, they... They want a lot of the, you know, uh, minorities will even um, talk about like I've heard the black families. There's a construct or a mind construct that the government doesn't want the man in the house. That way they can be separated. That way they can continue to be bastards. And I look at that black community and I put it exactly to our communities because i think that they have systems in place that they try on them and systems in place that they try on us and then they use vice versa or with the native americans and stuff like that you got to be cautious that their struggles are just like ours our struggles are just like theirs and if you don't try to learn from like their history then it's going to be harder for you to figure out more about your history you know, so when I'm talking about these borders and it being illegal and, you know, when they had to fight slavery and that was illegal, just because it's illegal doesn't make it wrong or right. It doesn't make it right. The gays can't get married. Now they can. Doesn't make it right that you couldn't smoke weed back then. Now you can. There was prohibition where you couldn't drink alcohol. Now you can. Those were illegal things, but now they're not. You know, it was illegal to even have work. For legal Mexican-Americans. They were shipping back legal Mexican-Americans. The revolution. The civil rights movement. The Mexican war. When the countries like Texas were being annexed. California. There was a lot of animosity. The gold rush. Uh, the Great Depression. They, they, they called that our problem. They shipped 2 million Mexicans back. They had Operation Wetback. They said that, you know, we did a lot of different things to cause 
uh, problems so they could kill us, hang us. You know? The land. All the things that we've been through. The struggles. And at one point we were Native Americans. And all that is wiped away. You don't even want to know nothing about your history because you've been taught to hate that. You've been taught to hate that. When you hear TV talking about Mexicans, ha ha, it's a joke or fuck them or, you know, ha, look at them. They're killing or they're, you know, gang banging or, you know, unless they're talking about food. Mm, that's good. Tacos. Mm, I love tacos. But don't tell me about a smart Mexican man. Don't tell me, uh, you know, you're not going to see one of those on any TV shows. Not if he's educated, not if he's strong. Not, 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 not Mexican. You know, he might be gay or he might be, um, you know, what they want us to look like. Stupid or without a family. I don't mean gay in a bad way. I just mean that, you know, that sows um, enough division. Um, You know, they want families to be more gay. I think they do, because without a family, you don't have that um, that bond ditch. And, you know, um, a family, it's um, it's 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 a unit that carries a lot of uh, leverage because people help people. You know, if you have a family that's let's just say, um, you know, they're not gay. Right. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being gay. Right. I'm saying that, you know, it, the, 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 the family that's not gay is probably going to always more than likely statistically the numbers, the facts are there. It's going to be bigger on average, you know. Just like if I sat there and I asked you like the um, average, uh, you know, black family, average Mexican family, average white family, how many people are going to be in the household? We all know which one's going to win in an average if you're in Texas or California or Arizona or something, New Mexico, something, you know, I don't know what the other states are like. But, you know, if you went into, um, you know, one of our neighbors here in Dallas or San Antonio or Houston and you said that, you know, there was a family that was Mexican, you know, with the father and the mother. And, you know, they're probably at a certain age, they're probably going to have a certain number of kids. And there's probably going to be a certain amount of cars and there's probably going to be a certain amount of even um, children that even have children at some point where the, 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 the mom is the grandma, you know, and uh, 18, 19, 20, 21 year old is living there with their parents, you know, so there could be up to like seven, six, eight, nine people there in the house. You know, three, four, five cars to one, uh, you know, dwelling, uh, single dwelling unit, whatever. So, um, you know, I guess what I was getting at is that that uh, means that, you know, everybody, you know, can, you know, benefit from one household paying lesser rent, maybe go to college, maybe save some money, maybe, uh, you know, invest, maybe do some things. Uh, to where, you know, it's not just one person, two people struggling so hard to pay the bills and not having anything left over. So they can't really do anything to get ahead because they're always working, 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 working. Um, you know, so again, back to the hating, back to the division, back to the, um, you know, non-family unit, back to, you know, not having, you know, groups that unify. That's, I think, what the division, the hate, uh, you know, kind of makes um, in, 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 in stills, souls, we live in a different world today. You know, I got to kind of try to be sensitive because I don't want to, 
I'm not trying to make anybody upset, but I think that we hate our culture. I think that we hate our people. I think that we hate being Mexican and I'm just, I'm sick of it. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm voicing my opinion because I just, I need it to be um, talked about. You know, this is something that we should talk about. You know, if I'm going to be one of the first people to talk about it, great. Because maybe you'll go and talk about it. And maybe somebody else will go and talk about it. Maybe we'll get a TV show and we'll talk about it. If it's a topic that needs to be talked about, we do need to have this conversation with other people to find answers. We need to fix it. Um, that way we can heal. That way we can unify. That way we can grow. That way we can progress. That way we can financially become more independent. With our own companies, our own businesses, our own our own own something that's one of the biggest um ways to achieve success in my opinion is to own something land company business assets resources whatever i mean but you know your own home land Land, 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 property, property, property. But um, I guess um, this one doesn't have to be much longer than that. I just uh, wanted to put that out there that I think that, you know, it's time that we start taking pride in being Mexican-American or Chicano or something that identifies with our culture that um, isolates it down to the indigenous Native American tribes that I'm talking about, which are the Aztecas, which are the Aztecs, which are the Mexicas. Um, Mexico actually uh, means something um, in indigenous tongue, Nahuatl. And I'm going to tell you what that means. Um, Mexica. Um, I think you can even say um, Shikome for some reason, but if you do some research, you'll find that in the native tongue, Nahuatl, which was our original language, um, as Mexicas, which were, um, the people that were after the Aztecs, uh, the Aztecs were before the Mexica, but we were called the Mexica people at some point, maybe I got it twisted or whatever, but, um, we were the Mexicas and that's why Mexico is called Mexico. Um, but in Nahuatl language, Mashika, it means the navel of the moon. And I'm not making this up, man. That was our native tongue before uh, 1492. In the year 1490, our people were the Mashikas, uh, which were the Aztecs, which were also the Mayas at some point, which were also the Olmecs at some point. And, um, you know, we had brethren, uh, you know, tribes out in uh, Peru um, that we uh, played. Um, we invented soccer or what they call soccer today was from us. Spaniard actually took that to the queen once they saw uh, the natives uh, kicking or, you know, using the ball with their hips and uh, playing that um, that game with the rubber ball. We reinvented rubber. We invented rubber. So there's a lot of things that we can be proud of. And that's kind of where I'm going with all this is that once you start to learn about your culture, you take a different kind of aspect. You put a little bit of, I guess, skin in the game to where you 
you know that you come from a great people. Like even in uh, Selena where the father or, um, you know, I think it was um, Edward James Olmos um, when he was in uh, the movie where he's a teacher. And, uh, you know, I love that scene where he talks about, well, I love a lot of his scenes, like even in Selena too, but a lot of his scenes where he's like, you know, mathematics is in your DNA. <laughs> I don't remember how he said it, but he just, it was puro Latino, I mean, puro, puro Mexicano, man, it just like the way he said it, man, it just, he said it with this little cholo voice, uh, makes me proud to talk about mathematics, because mathematics is a true indicator of, uh, a true indicator of um, intelligence. And uh, we're smart people. We did a lot of things before the Europeans came over here. And I just want to tell y'all that I love y'all, man. <sighs> and I just really wish, man, I really do hope that one day that we can have that type of um, pride and unity and make it look good with money, something it's valor, something that has valor, something that has more than just the, the, the tangible value that it has, but to look good on TV or something, man, something that just solidifies the, the recognition that we deserve as people and, and, and giving it to our kids as knowledge and the destruction stops of all the uh, people and lands that we have out there in the Central Americas that they're just killing all of us and we're just like aliens in our own home. We're being scattered like the Jews. So with that, I'm going to end. Um, I admire the Jewish people. Uh, not for any religious reasons or anything like that. I'm saying that I admire the Jewish people because of their unity, uh, because of their brotherhood, because of their, their like their their bond, their their love of themselves to just they're gonna do whatever it takes. They're gonna do whatever it takes. To protect themselves. Almost like um, organized. Uh, almost like organized crime. If you've ever heard of the mafia. And how they just never. They had. They were organized. and They were. They did it a certain way. Nobody snitched. Nobody. They were just down. For the bigger picture. And um, I'm not trying to get gangster. Or anything like that. I'm just saying that that love. That pride. And that. That um that symbolic um, organization that the Jews have, um, I I I wanna I wanna learn from that. Earlier I was talking about looking at other um, you know atrocities. I mean we have had the biggest genocide. Nobody talks about in the world. Nobody talks about it. It's the biggest genocide in the world. You know what that means? That means they killed more of our people than anybody else. And you don't hear about it because they want to keep it a secret. They don't want nobody to talk about it. More than the Jews. Hitler killed, what, six? I mean, that's six million? What's six times six? Thirty-six? You multiply three? 
times 33, you get 100. And it's 6, 12, 18. It's almost like over 15 to 20 times bigger than what the Jews went through. I'm not saying it's a comparison, but a race or nothing like that. I'm saying that, man, they killed a lot of Native Americans. Killed a lot of Rasa. Killed a lot of our race. There's good ways to use the word race, and there's bad ways that it's a construct of evil. But if you're um, knowledgeable and you understand the traps, then that's why these discussions need to be have had, you know, what pitfalls do you fall into when you say Hispanic or Latino? You know, it's confusing. Um, anyways, um, I think I'm pretty much done with this. I just wanted to end with um, the hate has got to stop. The unity has got to start. And I'm out. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, you're uh, tuned into another episode of Chocast. I'm your boy Pallon, and um, I normally uh, do uh, most of my uh, episodes over there on um, the Chicano podcast. You can Google it if you want to, uh, but today's episode is going to be um, basically a showcast episode. I'm just going to do it over here um, since I haven't done an episode over here in a while. And I see that I still have um, a following. Um, this episode today is going to be about um, uh, killing the Indian. Uh, killing all the Native Americans. Just exterminating the shit out of them. Um, you know, it's uh, been a part of the uh, Western thinking uh, for some time. So let's not sugarcoat it. Um, you know, we... Um, as Americans, um, have done nothing to, um, preserve, uh, the culture, the history, the people. So yeah, kill them, kill them all. Um, Mexico, the same thing. Um, you know, we're not trying to, um, have an alliance with Mexico at all. Um, even though Mexico has been a good friend, um, even though they've been a good, um, ally, um, they've been a uh, strong uh, supporter of our economy. Um, they've been a strong uh, supporter of um, our progress, really, um, in the economy and everything. But, you know, fuck them. Kill them. Keep them weak. Um, you know, don't help uh, the people that uh, so desperately um, share that border with us and need help. Um, you know, I mean, we don't have anything to lose. Uh, we have everything to gain, uh, from their servitude. They all want to come over here and be our servants, um, and make our lives easier by mowing our grass and doing all the shit we don't want to do. But Hey, fuck them, kill them, all of them. Um, this has been the American, uh, way. And, um, this, uh, particular episode is, uh, pointing out the, um, attitudes of the uh, government and uh, people that, uh, you know, vote, I would say, you know, really, really um, towards the right. 
Um, you know, it's an easy way, I guess, to get votes. Uh, the only people that suffer um, are the people that are trying to um, lessen uh, the tax burden because, you know, we know at the end of the day, uh, the real people that pay the taxes are the um, poor. You know, the middle income uh, basically today are poor. Um, I think somebody in Congress was pointing out what he thought uh, middle class was. And um, I think he said something like two or three hundred thousand dollars. Um, fuck, if that's middle class, then I'm fucking dirt fucking poor. Um, most of uh, the jobs in America, 50 percent of them are uh, low paying jobs. So I don't know how um, I can be that far away from the uh, general public. Uh, because, I mean, that means that, you know, if the other half of the jobs are, you know, high-skilled uh, jobs, that means that, you know, half of America are doctors, lawyers, and uh, computer scientists and engineers. And um, the other half of people, the other half of the 340 or 325 million, um, what is that, 175, 150, 100 and 167, something like that. Um, almost 170,000 people are, um, you know, left basically skillless with uh, worthless jobs. That I mean, if it's a low-paying job, I'm sure that they're only getting paid what under $20 an hour. Um, so 800 bucks a week. You know, those uh, percentages of their uh, taxable income, I'm I'm assuming is somewhere between 20 and 30 percent. Um, so, you know, the government gets about 200, 250 bucks a week, you know, per each one of those people, um, which is a lot more income that they actually get from the rich. And I mean, these guys are making billions and trillions of dollars. So, you know, to be having this discussion or be having this, uh, you know, a dual fight against each other, uh, you know, when our real, um, enemy, um, is the rich. And I say that because, I mean, putting things in perspective, if, you know, we're all fighting and we're all voting, you know, and it's 50% of us, and that's 170 million people. I think they said only 60-something million uh, voted Trump into office. You know? That means that all of us are not fighting. That means that only the people, and I would, I would I would say that it's safe to say all the rich people vote. So I'm going to say, you know, at least half of that 60-something million, you know, were uh, high-dollar, high-rich people. Uh, you know, only about 30 million of them were, um, you know, a bunch of people that don't know that Trump is not for them. Uh, so those 30 million people are spread out amongst all these um, other um States that are, um, I guess, fighting amongst um, other uh, people, then, you know, I mean, people just got to get out there and vote. I mean, people really just need to wake up and uh, see that, you know, these 
these poor people that are uneducated, that are ignorant, that, you know, think that um, these corporations are for them. Um, three people, Gates, Bezos, and um, Buffett. Only those three people. You could tax them more than you can tax half of the United States. I mean, I think that if you could solve half of the problem, that's a good starting point. Because um, that's, that's a reality, you know. Those three men make more money than the bottom 50% of the United States. So wouldn't that just fix our problem by taxing them? I mean, if they're not even paying their fair share right now, don't you think with all the um, all the uh, success that they've had, you know, obviously they're, uh, you know, is it 170, right? If they're... <laughs> If they're 170 million uh, times better, or let's just say, you know, divide that into three. If they're 60 million times better than everybody else, you know, based on their income, then, I mean, they're, they, they've had a pretty good run. They, you know, they've had pretty good success. You know, you can afford to tax them, um, you know, one of their mansions. You can afford to, uh, you know, tax them. You know, uh, an extra 10%. I mean, if they're not paying shit, you know, mostly everybody else is paying 20, 30%. And they're not paying anything, you know. Why don't we just put, you know, 30% on each one of those guys? You know, that gives you... Um, $100 trillion. You know, you can't tell me that... Um, you know, that's not going to help. Because, I mean, really, in, in perspective, that's what each one of them is worth, you know, roughly about. It's a hundred, um, a hundred, uh, what is it? A hundred billion, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. A hundred billion, sorry. A hundred billion each. So, three hundred. So, three hundred billion at thirty percent. You know, that's almost a hundred billion. So basically, you know, you take a third from each one of them and you have another hundred billion. You know, a third, a third, and a third of a hundred billion each. That's a hundred billion dollars. You know, I mean, that's how much the bottom half of the United States makes a hundred billion dollars or three hundred billion dollars. 170 million people have a net worth or they're making, you know, in that year, um, you know, 300, you know, billion dollars. You know, you tax that, you know, because we already said, you know, that their tax rate is somewhere between 20 and 30 percent. So let's just say, you know, 30 percent or a third of, um, you know, 300 billion. So I'm pretty sure it's close. That's an, that 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 that's a hundred billion right there, so now you've doubled the tax uh, revenues just on 
those three guys and uh, the bottom 50%. So what about everybody else? You can get another $100 billion out of them. You know, that should solve at least, that should be a starting point. Um, you know, the, these rich are not getting taxed, taxed. That's my point. Um, you know, we need to stop fighting about all these. There, there's enough land. There's enough uh, resources. You know, they're going to bring value. They're going to bring jobs. They're going to bring taxes. I mean, some of the biggest issues right now facing America is that, you know, there's articles out and you can search and find them that, you know, they're saying that there's not enough people that are, um, replenishing uh the workforce um you know there's not enough babies being uh you know had per thousand women which are in the age ranges of like 15 to 44 um you know there's supposed to be a number and there's a there there's a there's a gap there's a inequality from the years past it's not the same and um, they're saying that, you know, basically we're not having enough babies. So we're not, our workforce isn't going to be big enough. Well, I'm telling you one way to get that is easy. And everybody knows the answer to that. But nobody wants to talk about that because nobody wants black babies. Nobody wants brown babies. Nobody wants babies of color. They want those babies to be white. And I know nobody's saying it. But I'm saying it. Because if, you know, we have a border crisis on one article and then we have this other article coming out the very next day, you know, or right next to it. That says, you know, we don't have enough people. Really? <sighs> so. The Native Americans lost, um, you know, they. um Apparently, I guess, uh, you know, kept this, uh, this, 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 this idea of, um, you know, just take everything from them because they lost. I don't really think that, um, you know, it should be looked at that way because, you know, I think that, um, there was a lot of, uh, treaties. There were a lot of lies. Uh, there were a lot of, uh, things that were told uh, to the Native Americans that if they succumbed or if they stopped fighting, um, and that's part of, uh, you know, this episode is that, you know, they were wrongfully done. They were wrongfully, um, taken, you know, by governments and balkanized and, uh, taken advantage or exploited by capitalism. And, um, you know, the governments never had any good intentions on taking care of the people. And, um, that's kind of like the, uh, product of what happened to, um, what's happening to a lot of these tribes that um, don't have any place to fish, don't have any place to hunt anymore. They don't have homes. Uh, and because they don't understand, uh, you know, the new Western uh, thought process is not really built or set up for them. Uh, you know, now you have all these people without homes, all these people that are having to um, fall into the uh, grips of these um, new inventions or cartels or um, evil monsters that um, the United States helped build. You know, uh, the U.S. built um, these coups. The U.S. built uh, these uh, fighters. The U.S. built um, 
the supply side economics of the drug cartel kingpins, um, the demand for drugs um, is not intervention that was all by itself. If they wanted to get rid of organized crime in the United States, it was hard, but they could do it. If they wanted to do the same thing in Mexico, they could do it. But the corrupt government officials and the government officials that don't play America's game, ball, whatever, you know, America can put in puppets that will run the way they run them. That way they can exploit their resources, keep them weak, keep them down, keep their school systems dysfunctional, keep the people stupid, ignorant, and uh, take over, um, you know, the stability of the, um, the, 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 the country. That's why you um, say destabilize these governments, um, you know, when you're talking about Africa or the Middle East and uh, South America, Latin America. You know, this is an ongoing war. It's an ongoing um, genocide amongst all Native Americans and you know what? If you don't want to um, admit it, fine. If you want to look the other way, fine. But um, I appreciate anybody that recognizes, uh, you know, these facts that um, distributes uh, this information um, that joins not only in this conversation but has a uh, vocal. Um, Presence with the people around you. Um, I have a Facebook group called uh, Chicanos who think they are political experts. Um, you know, you can find me on there. You can ask to join, um, answer the three questions. And um, if you don't want to answer those, just put on there that, um, you know, you, you listen to my podcast. I'll actually implement uh, that particular question. Into uh, the new questionnaire as I think about it now. Um, I um I don't have a whole lot uh, to go um, on this uh, particular episode. I just wanted to put it out there that um, you know I think people are being treated unfairly. I think that those little kids uh, deserve better. Um, I think that, you know, humans, Americans, people uh, with the moral compass um, that know what's right, know what's wrong, uh, we're, we're, we're held to standards and we're better than what we're doing right now as Americans. We're better um, than that. You know, leaving those kids to die, leaving those kids to be traumatized, leaving those kids to the cartels, leaving those little 12-year-old girls uh, to legally get raped um, by men two, three, four times older than them. Um, we owe it to these people who just want to be our servants to just... You know, give them a chance. Mexico's our neighbor. We can build a strong ally. Um, and in the future, I think that that will, uh, you know, help 
you know, this hemisphere, this, this, this part of the world, um, there is value and, um, having, and, uh, you know, if they break the law, they break the law, you know, we put them in chains. Are we have a great idea when it comes to this, uh, prison industrial complex, we know how to handle criminals. I think we're going to be okay there. Um, you know, instead of building these infrastructures that keep, uh, people out, I would say, you know, build programs that could keep, uh, good people in or develop, uh, people, not only them, but, you know, our own people, you know, we have a lot of African Americans that are doing bad, that nobody helps them either. Um, we have a lot of, uh, you know, good, low skilled, poor, uneducated, uh, white folks as well that, um, are not doing good. But if they don't want these jobs anyways, I mean, there's nothing wrong with letting people come in and, uh, you know, like I said before, be our servants. Because that's what they're going to do. They're just going to make our lives easier. And they're going to bring in taxable income that will help, uh, you know, these uh, poor whites, poor blacks, or people that don't have jobs, um, you know, lighten that tax burden off. I mean, if you don't want to think... Um, you know, one way, just, uh, you know, I challenge you to open your mind to the financial economic world uh, that we live in. All of this uh, money, you know, at some point it does have to come from somewhere and there's ways to get that money. Uh, you know, we live in a very, 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 very rich country um, that resources were taken from all of the Native Americans that used to live here before. They, so they should have a crack at it. And that's what these people want to do. They just want to come over here and work. And believe me, they are Native Americans. <laughs> these uh, Hondurans, these El Salvadorians, these Guatemalas, these uh, people from the uh, Aztec, uh, Mexica, Inca, Maya, uh, Olmec nations, these First Nations people are not the white-looking Spaniards. That are coming over here looking for work. Those guys, they get taken care of by um, their white counterpart brothers over there in Mexico. The ones that all look like they're uh, playing in the movies for the novellas. Those are not the ones coming over here trying to roof your house or uh, mow your grass. You know what that guy looks like, the gardener. But nor here nor there. Uh, hopefully, you know, you're a Christian, hopefully you go to church, hopefully you can ask yourself, you know, what would God do, what would Jesus do, what would, um, you know, the Christian side of you, inside the Bible or whatever, if there's any uh, moral goodness in you, um, to ask these types of questions, um, I, you know, I, I think that that would be something that should be a uh, moral and ethical uh, thing to do. Just ask the question. Um, you know, these people are oppressed. These people are oppressed by um, the governments over there. And America has always been, or the, the U.S. has always been, an integral role in controlling the whole hemisphere. And, um, you know, if you need more uh, information on that, it's easy to find. You know, you could start with, uh, you know, the recent coup d'etat in Bolivia. 
You know, they knocked off the president, ousted him. Um, and he was an indigenous president that was about to give all the resources. They're one of the poorest countries in the world. He was about to give all the resources, funds that they were going to make out of a new market, a new economy. He was about to give, um, you know, because it's for it, it, it's the people's it's, it's it was in the ground. He was about to, you know, help build the infrastructure. But everybody in the world wants that resource, so they're just going to suck the country dry and leave the country with nothing. And that's been the role of um, every Western European thinking idea is to deplete these resources and give nothing back in return when you take away the ability for these people to now fish or hunt or farm their own, even drink water from their lakes. They can't do these things anymore when capitalists go in there and screw up the environment. You know? Nothing wrong with capitalism, but hey, normally when you get something, you give something in return. You pay something back that's of equal or or equal or, 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 or equal value. You know, you know, you're not supposed to get things for free. That's stealing. And um, too, too, too much of the uh, American capitalism with the uh, Native Americans, especially like in these treaties, they were signed. You know, the uh, people took from the Native Americans, but never ever gave anything back. And um, that's that's what this episode is about. And I just really challenge you to, um, you know, think about these things. And uh, when you're looking at all these little kids that are two, three, four, five, six, seven, they're angels. They're beautiful people. They're they have no evil in their heart. They don't they don't know any better. They're just looking for an opportunity. They're looking for a chance and they're going to be traumatized and they're going to be damaged and they're going to be scarred for life mentally, physically. And, um, you know, I just, I think it's horrible. I mean, we got to do something. If nobody does anything for these kids, if we don't do something for these kids, nobody else is going to do it. You know, Asian people ain't going to do nothing for these kids. Black people ain't going to do nothing for these kids. White people ain't going to do nothing for these kids. And if they do, I'd be surprised. I'd be like, that's great. That's cool. But I just feel like, you know, it's it, it, it it's only going to be um, Chicanos or Mexicanos or Native Americans that are going to do for these kids because they look like us. They are us. And if this doesn't bug you or bother you, it should. Especially if you're Native American or Chicano or Mexicano. And to my white listeners or my black listeners or my Asian listeners or whatever listeners you are, I would hope that it has like some type of uh, bearing on you as a human being or as a Christian or just a morally righteous person to also just have a uh, coherent coherence of uh, this particular idea, you know. Maybe stand for something. Write your senator. 
start a group, find out what I'm talking about on Facebook, try to become part of the movement, part of the process that eliminates that systematic genocide of um, these innocent people that are being oppressed. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap up this episode. Um, appreciate you tuning in. I'm going to bounce on out to the next episode. It's your boy, Belon. And um, if y'all don't know, uh, see you later in Chicano language. It's uh, Aitewacho. Peace. <laughs>